Welcome back to the Local 636 Podcast, where we explore interesting people, places, and things in St. Charles County. I'm your host, Ed Akers, and today we're talking to Derek Heidorn. Derek is the owner-operator of Frenchtown Tattoo Company, which is the brand new and only tattoo shop located in the historic Frenchtown district of St. Charles City. In talking with Derek, it's clear that his work ethic is second to none, and that's a huge part of his success. We also touch on how important it is to have the support of your family, and we become instant best friends over a breakfast item. Let's meet Derek Heidorn. Throw it back in your face so you can sit back. I keep thinking like this thing, I got a tiny head. <laughs> You're not even going to be able to see me. Is this good? That could be a new segment. For reverb? Guess the guess. The guest. <laughs> Put that thing in front of your face. Uh, cool, man. Thank you so much for coming over. I appreciate it. My pleasure. I wanted to start with just your story. Uh, you're a tattoo artist. Yep. You're a good tattoo artist. Thank you. Uh, how did you get into it? Um, I mean, so the short version would be I was in construction, had a great job, union carpenter, benefits, pension, everything, American dream, right? Yeah. My body just started hurting and I was watching all these guys that I worked with because I love carpentry. I love it. I love the trades, any kind of trades, work with my hands. I just, my grandpa was always distilled in me, heart work hard. And yeah. He built like a ship with his bare hands, like saw cut everything by hand, lacquer, the whole nine teak wood. He did everything himself. Wow. So I just love that stuff. And I still love carpentry, but I was watching these guys that were getting to retirement age, retire, and they were broke down. And I just didn't want that. Yeah. I started I, feeling it. I've seen that with, uh, with older relatives mm-hmm. that are at that retirement age that they're having hips and knees and things replaced and right. Yeah. It doesn't seem like a career you can like ease out of. Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like a lot of the guys were okay. They were hurting, but like they'd stop and they would retire and they have this awesome pension that they've contributed in for decades Yeah, and their body stops going to work and it just breaks down at a rapid pace. Yeah. So it's always a trade, right? It's a trade off. It it is for sure. And I just didn't want that money was not really, it was nice, but it wasn't like, the end all be all for me. Right. I've never really been like bougie, I guess would be sure. the word. So, um, I don't know, man. Like I remember in high school when I went in as, as a freshman and I talked to my, uh, mentor, the person that kind of sets you up for college and after high school career success, they asked me what I wanted to do. And it was something I wanted to be an artist okay. and, uh, yeah. So I started thinking about what I wanted to do and my wife was kind of on me cause she always caught the, the blunt end of me. I was happy at work and then I'd get home and be exhausted and she would get the right. tired, angry Derek. And she just kind of pushed me to figure out what I wanted to do. And the exact moment that I figured I wanted to be a tattoo artist was whenever I went, I'd gotten tattoos and I'd always been into tattoos. Um, I think this was probably like six years ago, five or six years ago. I went on my birthday with my mom and a couple buddies to go get a tattoo. And it was something really simple. And we went to, I think it was tower classics in the Grove and they wanted like a ridiculous amount of money for this tiny little thing. I had actually designed it myself as a tattoo artist. Do you, do you like or dislike that when people come in with self-designed stuff? It depends if it's something that I'm not really into as far as like my 
thing that I do, yeah, I'll tattoo it all day long. Okay. It's, it's much easier for me. But if it's something that I'm really into and I want to change and like I get excited about it, then it's harder because if they don't want to change and I can see what I want to do with it, it's like, ah. Oh, okay. You see man. the potential and how this could be cooler. In my mind. Yeah. Because that's what, what I love about art is it's all subjective. Yeah. Completely. It's whoever's looking at it, you know, you could hate it and then one of the guy next to you absolutely loves it and sees what other people see and it's just it's cool it's cool to me yeah what do you think um percentage of people that come in and and let you have the creative freedom to design something versus people that come in with like an exact drawing of this is what i want so that's kind of a difficult question so there's a lot of things that go into that i've worked at walk-in shops which are open to the general public from their hours and you just come in and you can either have a custom design that you want the artist to draw or you have something that they want but um the shop that we're opening and the one that i was working at before was a more of a custom shop so there when i branched off and went to that shop that changed completely like gotcha. every client that i got um i would i would say it was the high 90s would say you know here's my idea and they would give me like a very large amount of creative freedom yeah very cool yeah and that's more fun for you obviously so much more fun so it sounds like that changes with a you know a walk-ins going to walk in absolutely obviously not having made an appointment with mm -hmm. an idea maybe even a picture right and they're gonna say i want this right yeah i did that with my first tattoo and it uh, having more tattoos, it's a better experience yeah, for everyone. Absolutely. When, I mean, that's what you do. You're the artist, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so that's, that's very cool, man. Um, okay. So you're a carpenter, your wife's pushing you. Yeah. And so I go to get this tattoo on my birthday and the price was just like, I couldn't believe it. I was right. like, holy shit. And I hadn't been tattooed in a while. And so I was like, man, prices must've gone up, you know? And yeah. So I was like, no, I told the guy to go ahead. I'm sorry to wasting your time. Uh, I'm not going to do this. I don't have enough money. And on the way home, my mom mentioned that she just said it kind of joking. She's like, you should be a tattoo artist. And I was like, yeah, and we laughed it off. Cool. It was not a big deal. It was just like we were messing around. Yeah. And uh, I got home and I was laying in bed. And that's always like when I reflect and I'm thinking if there's anything on my mind weighing heavy, it's like right before I go to bed, it's there. And I just am with it. And so that thought popped in that conversation and I was just like, why don't I? Yeah. Like Taylor's been pushing me for a while to kind of figure out what I want to do. I love art. And I started thinking back to that conversation with that counselor chick in high school and like, how old are you when this is happening? Um, this is probably five years ago. So I was okay. like 27, 28 maybe. Okay. And, uh, literally I think it was, it, I think it was that night. It may have been the next night I got on Amazon or eBay and, ordered this little starter kit and within three days from that conversation with my mom i had my thighs oh, just oh man myself in my kitchen had no no business doing it anybody who's listening i do not recommend that get an apprenticeship need to say that right away but um that's how it that happened with me that's, <laughs> that's how it happened with me man had you you had drawn before obviously yeah when i was little so I've, i'm very i'm very hyperactive and um when i was younger with my mom the only thing that would ever give her peace of mind or allow her some time to get something done around the house or whatever it would be if she was able to get me to 
calm down. And the only way that she was ever able to do that, according to her, is something with art. Like, give me a pencil and a piece sure. of paper and tell me something to draw or give me like a picture and say, draw this or whatever. Yeah, I've heard uh, I'm going to butcher it and I don't even know who said it, but someone said you're an artist until someone tells you you're not. Absolutely. You know, because my girls are eight and six and they love it. Yeah. They love to draw. I think it's so important, man. Creativity is what drives everything great in the world. Yeah. And art is, that's what art is. Yeah. You it's know? cool and that your mom was so supportive of that and even influential on that. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. were telling me before how she's like one of your best friends and I can hear why. Yeah. Right. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So she pushes you, you go to work at a shop for how long? Yeah. So, um, from there I started, um, looking at shops and trying to figure out, I didn't know anything about the apprenticeships. I'd gone through the carpenters union. So I knew about an apprenticeship and I figured there was something like that out there. I'd been in enough tattoo shops to kind of know the process of how to become an artist. And so I started looking around at shops close to me and I talked to, um, an artist at a particular shop and, actually set up like a little interview thing and I was like super excited because I thought I was like yeah I had an ego and I'm like I'm he's definitely gonna love my yeah. tattoos that I've done on myself <laughs> and he did not he did not he was like, like yeah the, you're yeah. you're gonna you're a good carpenter you should stick with that right. bud <laughs> and so that you know it didn't really take the steam out of my sails I've always kind of been bullheaded and if I yeah. get something in my mind like I'm kind of relentless and it's a blessing and a curse for sure but, um, yeah, so it didn't work out with that shop. And then, um, it was really weird. Uh, but everybody, all my friends knew what I was doing and some of them had the markings of the beast already. Okay. And so this particular shop, um, close to home, bunch of our peop- bunch of my friends knew the guy who owned it and I didn't know him personally. And so I went to go get set up a consultation for a tattoo because i wanted to talk to him while i was getting tattooed about becoming a tattoo artist okay so i had a consultation with this guy and everybody knew about it and everybody's excited they're like excited for me to like do this thing and uh i show up for my consultation about my tattoo and he had just opened another shop and forgot which one it was at and like kind of messed up man wasn't a big deal but so we were scheduled and that night i'm at home and one of my friends sends me a Facebook message and it's the owner of this shop and it's a post, like a screenshot of his post on Facebook. And it was about an apprenticeship. And I'm like, what is this? And he's like, are you not friends with this guy? Like you need to go to his page right now. And so I did. And first post on his page is like, we're currently looking for an apprentice. Here's what you need to do. You need to set up a consultation for an apprenticeship. And I had already had a consultation about the tattoo, which I had planned on talking about an apprenticeship. So I, I like, got a hold of him immediately. I'm like, screw the tattoo. I don't want the tattoo right now. Like I want to talk about this apprenticeship. And so we did, man. He was so cool. He helped me out so much. Like we just clicked right away. Um, and he gave me a shot. Like, and I definitely didn't, I was not good enough to deserve this shot at all. Yeah. My art skills were not existent outside of like, cause I mean, I consider carpentry a form of art too. Like, sure. But outside of that, I had nothing. <laughs> like it was very, uh, Except some some drawings on your legs, some drawings, some crude drawings on my legs. I had I had brought in some I had drawn on my free time when I'd get home from work, like some tattoos. I printed off some tattoos and like just looked at it and tried to redraw it in my version. But they weren't anything special. Are they covered up or do you still have them? These are actually on paper. 
Cause I didn't want to go into this like interview oh, okay. with like no paper and I right. want to be like, yeah, I've just been tattooing myself. Cause I know that that's not really, no, I'm saying the, the ones that you did to yourself, are they covered up now? No, man. I love them. Let's see them. We'll so to... this one is covered up. It's a... This is great podcasting by the way. Yeah. 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 So this is the very first one ever. That's the date that, uh, my whole life changed. Okay. And yeah, like I just, this was the very first one. And then my mom's like, put the date on you. And I was like, yeah, screw it. That was all freehand. I had no idea what I was doing. No business doing it, but I did it. I mean, I can tell you without a doubt, you don't want me with a tattoo in my <laughs> hand, right? Right. So, I mean, that's, that's, I think that's way better than what, you know, how do you know? I mean, we don't have to get into this now, but how, yeah. how do you know how hard to push? And it's all trial and error, I it's guess, all, when you're doing that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think, I mean, for me, just always, I've literally, my mom has always instilled hard work, like work ethic, work yeah. ethic. Like if you don't have that, you're going to be a, very disappointed. So yeah. either get used to working hard or being disappointed. And so I've always had a job and it's mainly been construction, roofing, yeah. concrete from like 13 years on. So I've always worked with my hands. And I think that is huge. Like why I picked up on it easier because everybody okay. I talk to is like, your the line works much better and i've got so much further to go but like where i'm at compared it's to all about the line, line work man line it work is. and shading yeah for sure as a as a person who's never tattooed anyone but has sat for many mm -hmm. uh i have a couple of bad tattoos right and it honestly it comes down to the line work yeah um it's what holds up the tattoo for yeah sure. yeah very cool okay so you do the apprenticeship I got the opportunity. I did the apprenticeship. It was in my personal experience. I hated it. <clears throat> it was brutal. Um, I got like, I don't even know what's it called when you, um, I was like the shot bitch for, yeah. for a better term. Like I just you had to just do a, yeah. whatever anybody told me to do. If they yeah. wanted to embarrass me and tell me to do 20 pushups oh, in front of the client. I know what that's called. Yeah, it's called a pledge pledge basically like yeah. i was in a fraternity in college and that's yeah that's what that is and that's really kind of what it was and it yeah. i i have a thing with like um being told what to do yeah man yeah. like authority is always i've always had an issue with that and so it was very like i had to humble myself and i didn't do great all the time but it was only about six months um yeah so yeah, I did this apprenticeship for six months. I was still, I was doing side jobs and working from six in the morning till noon. And then I'd go into the shop at one until nine o'clock and then repeat, you know, six days a week for six months. It was brutal. Yeah. Um, but I learned a lot. I learned, I asked questions. I, I did my best cause I'm, I'm, I have a very left unchecked. I have a really big ego and I knew that that wasn't going to help me. So I had to work really hard on being humble, which is like the hardest fucking thing ever. <laughs> so, um, but I did, I learned a lot. The guys there, the guys and gals that worked there just taught me so much. And they were so, um, just, they were willing to teach me cause it's weird in tattooing. It's like almost like mafia families, like the owners of the shops are like these, okay. You know what I'm it's saying? All it's all yeah. underground sure. and like hush, hush. We're not, they don't share secrets of the tricks of the trade or anything sure. like that. It's getting better for sure nowadays, but like, you know, 10 years ago it was, it was kept in lock and key. Like they weren't talking about anything. So it was not like that during my apprenticeship. I got a lot of love and, um, super grateful for it. And then I had an opportunity to go to a custom shop 
and I was terrified and I did it and it was the best thing that I'd ever done. Like it just, my, um, what's the name of that shop? That's Al- the one alchemy, alchemy. Collective and that's in tower in. grove. Yep. Uh, no, yep. it's in on Cherokee street on the South side. Give him a, give him a shout out real quick. Shout oh. out to Chelsea Holloway at alchemy tattoo collective and all of the phenomenal artists that work in that collective. Awesome. Cause that's, that's what it was, man. I got yeah. surrounded by just a different group of people that were there. Everybody there has just such a different, unique style. And yeah. they're all constantly getting better and pushing each other. And it's what I needed. Like when I, I just, when I first met you, that's what we talked about was that shop. And I think I met Chelsea as well. Yeah. Uh, and immediately went and Googled it. And, and, uh, I mean, you can just tell like, mm-hmm. it's, it sounds so like vain, but you're doing art. You're yeah. putting art on someone's body. Like aesthetic matters, right? right? Like what your shop looks like matters. Absolutely. The vibe you put out matters. Um, I think anyone who has more than one tattoo has been to a bad tattoo shop. <laughs> right. Um, and hopefully you've been to a, a good tattoo shop and like, it just feels better. Mm hmm. Like it just, it feels like a better experience. You feel like you're getting, and you are getting, you know, better art. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that place is, is very cool. And that's, uh, I was super as a tattooed person going to be super judgy on what the shop was. Right. Like right. that's why I wanted to look it up. And yeah. so, um, not who am I, but I was well, very I relieved. That's, to, that's, that's a thing too, that needs to be talked about because there is, I definitely do not support any um, cross-contamination or any kind of malpractice as far as like safety goes. But there is definitely some shops that are just, uh, they don't look great. Yeah. But I mean, dude, I, I love the traditional tattoos. It's my favorite style and the best traditional artists work at shops that if you don't know about tattooing and you just look at it with your eye, you're going to be like, eh, right. I don't know. But dude, as long as they're the ones that I'm talking about in particular, like Trader Bob's sure. phenomenal shop, permanent yeah. vacation, like they're great shops and the artists there are practice the most safe procedures just like any other shop but they you know what i'm saying they have it's just the the style and the artists that are doing that style came up in that different era where it's not so eclectic and rustic and has the peaceful energy it's more punk rock and in your face and that is my shit for sure i feel like that fits the vibe of a traditional tattoo though i feel like that's that's what you want yeah if that's what you're what you're going for right um yeah, but was definitely very impressed with uh, Alchemy. So I was already excited that we were getting a tattoo shop in um, in Frenchtown of, of St. Charles. Right. Um, but definitely more so when I saw that. So you worked there for three years? One year. One year. I worked at the other spot for two years. Okay. Uh, like, yeah, right, right at two years. With my apprenticeship, two years. Okay. And then at Alchemy for one year. And then I just had a bunch of crazy stuff happened by chance really okay right place at the right time and i had an incredible opportunity and i decided to jump on it you weren't necessarily looking to 
branch out or start your own thing? Dude, I've been talking, I've been saving money and talking about doing my own thing. Cause like I said, I have an issue with authority. I hate having bosses and, um, I've never had a bad boss as far as tattooing. When I got into tattooing, all every boss I've ever had has been amazing. Yeah. But there's still, it's like this thing about, it's like, it's not mine and that yeah. ego gets in there. And sure. So I've, I've known long before I even started tattooing that I was going to do something. So I've been saving for whatever I was going to do for a while, me and my wife, cause we were talking about moving to Ireland too. So we'd been saving to do something big for a long time. And, uh, you know, me and my friends that I tattoo with, uh, Ben Graham, he's one of my best friends and a tattoo artist too. And we talked about opening our own shop and doing the thing for the artists and making it for the artists and not, you know, so much, like a, a business, but more to help artists grow and get better and sure. promote that kind of atmosphere. And yeah, um, the opportunity literally, I made two phone calls. All I had to do was set the intention and put some footwork and move in the direction. And yeah. Like everything just started kind of snowballing. Yeah. I think the day I met you was maybe the day after that. Yeah. It was insane. And I just from our brief like just meeting you real quick i thought it was like signed inked ready to go (laughs) right the way you were like you just knew yeah like because it was the day after and it i mean when you rolled up there i thought i thought you guys were signing paperwork or something but you were just maybe showing your wife or or something for the first time i think i was looking for commercial property that's how it all started right i need to find a place because there's an ordinance for people who don't know there was an ordinance in st charles forever um yeah this is good yeah. And so do you know the, do you know the facts of the, or, like what I just said? had always heard that there had to be like an RN on staff. So they were doing something yeah, to like make it almost impossible to do. Yeah. You actually had to have a medical license. Yeah. Like, a, which is crazy. It's just nuts. And yeah. I'm assuming that was put in place to prevent anyone from doing it. Right. Absolutely. Cause I, I've heard people say like, well, you're what doctor is going to open a tattoo shop? No, no, no. That's not why. It's yeah, they just were was doing put it so they wall. didn't have to say, we don't want tattooed people here. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, and about I have three, four years ago is, is when this development started. And that's one of the things that uh, that was looking to be removed. Yeah. And, uh, there are some restrictions on it. I think there can only be one tattoo shop per so many feet. Yeah. You know, they have it where I think it's like a mile or two or like a, okay. a radius. Deal. Yeah. So what happened is I took a week off of work. It was already, I had blocked off my schedule cause I was going to go to Arkansas and it was supposed to rain. And I was like, well, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to be in a tent getting rained on. And so I stayed home and I was like, just not doing anything. And I'm like, man, like I'm going to find out about this ordinance. And so I made some calls to the city and didn't get any exact answers, but there was like, people that were like, yeah, I don't know if that, I think that got lifted. There's some new people in office and some things are changing. And I was like, okay, cool. And I started like, that was just the spark. It was just like the, the very, the thing that got all my pistons going. And I mean, I spent like the next two days on the phone nonstop from morning to dusk calling everybody. I would literally just sat out my backyard, flipping through my phone, going through everybody I met through carpentry and tattooing, trying to figure out who I needed to talk to, to get some friends to help me do what I envisioning. Yeah. You saw, I mean, you saw an opening yeah. And you just, you hit the hole. Like, yeah. Cause I'd, I'd heard about it. Cause a bunch of people, all the shop owners 
that I knew personally had talked about like St. Charles, we're going to get in there and we're going to be the first shop and all this stuff. And the shop I started in had told me that when I started apprenticing and I was so stoked because I live in St. Charles, right. I love St. Charles. And I was like, I want to be there. Like, yeah. When you open that shop, I'm going there from yeah. here. And uh, so I knew about it. And I knew about the Orange. I didn't know all the details, but I knew there was like things in play that made it difficult. And so, yeah, like I just started making phone calls. Looking for commercial properties and um, it ended up being, you know, we struck out. He didn't have anything that would really work. And me and my wife had walked down out. A really good friend of mine um, told me Frenchtown, like you need to be in Frenchtown if you're yeah. going to do this. And I'm like, I didn't really know a whole lot about Frenchtown. Like, it's coming I, up, baby. Yeah, it is. And so I want to thank him, Kevin, because <laughs> he's the guy who started that idea. And so me and my wife go down Second Street just to kind of see like where we would want to be at. And I see all these places. And I'm from Belleville, Illinois. I grew up on the east end of Belleville, right by the, in the, in a historic house. And it just reminded me yeah. of where I grew up. Cool. And so it just immediately, like I got feeling like I just knew immediately we got, I got out of the car with her to go kind of walk around and just punk around and see what was out there. And I, I got out of the car and I was like, this is where it's going to be. It. Yeah. This is, I don't know where, but this is it. No matter yeah. what. And, uh, I saw this building that was, had some renovation stuff going on, but there was like nowhere, there was no numbers for anything. Yeah, it's very Frenchtown. weird. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. It was weird. So I, I was telling Taylor, I was like, man, this is, this is perfect. And I can almost guarantee you, cause this is before I had talked to the city and got any paperwork signed. And I was telling her, I was like, I guarantee they're opening a tattoo shop right there. Like it's perfect. Yeah. And so we went home and the next morning I woke up. And I think I had talked to a few more people at that point and gotten some good information that, you know, it hasn't been, the deal is open and, um, you can do it. There's a bunch of stuff you got to do before then, but it's available. So <clears throat> I sit on the back porch and I had exhausted all of my attempts at calling somebody to try to find something. And so I called, uh, one of the realty groups down in St. Charles in the Frenchtown area and was literally getting ready to like sign this contract oh, wow. for them to like find me a commercial place that I yeah. could run a tattoo shop out of. And so grateful I didn't, I, I ended up telling, I just didn't get a good feeling about it. So I was like, I'll call you back. And I got in my car and told Taylor I'd be back. I was going to go and talk to some like adjacent buildings that were open for business to see who yeah. knew who to get a hold of. And there was a plumbing truck outside of that shop that I okay. wanted. And I walked in and it was, the door was open and the rest the guy, is history. Yeah. The rest is history. I hit it off with the owner. He was amazing. Yeah. Super cool down to earth. We just hit it off and he's just helped me out. Like he was the guy that just knew what to do. Yeah. He knew what to do to get me to where I wanted to be. Cause I had no idea what I was he's doing. He's done so many buildings yeah. on second street. Um, I want to come back to something, but I wanted to share a funny thing with you. Um, you'd mentioned like no signs up for rent. Mm -hmm. we, we made that joke. And I guess I should explain to people that aren't familiar in Frenchtown. It's, it's up and coming neighborhood, but there's a lot of properties for sale that you just kind of have to know who to talk to. Right. Yeah. Um, so I've had my office for 10 years. I'm on mm -hmm. second street. My office was like a storage for these people that sold antiques. Mm-hmm. And it was just storage. And I, I had to find them and offer like 
I want to rent your building. Right. You know? Um, and so it's the way my office is set up. It's, it's the old, it's got two doors, the old house style. And so they moved all the stuff to one side and gave me half the office. Right. Uh, and eventually I grew and I was like, Hey, I need the whole thing. But I think that's how real estate happens in Frenchtown. And I think know? that's really cool, man. Yeah. Because it's not this commercialized thing that all you have to do is go down and get, uh, you know, hedge fund kid who owns all this property and knows all these people and anybody can get in and do anything. It's like, right. It takes you work have to be man. in the know. It yep. takes work. Yep. Yeah. And you gotta be able to, you have to be willing to get outside of, you know, cause it was uncomfortable for me making all sure. these phone calls, these people that I had never met a and B were like, I mean, they were like, in my mind, they're all people, but <laughs> yeah. they were like up. They were these yeah. government people, like yeah. had these titles attached to their name. And I'm just yeah. this punk kid who Tattooed. draws on people. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, so it took some on me getting out of the humility, right? Going back to yeah. being humble and just having the goal and yeah. knowing what I want and going after it. And, you know, the owner of that building hooked me up with everything I needed. And so I met him. Everything was cool. <clears throat> I gave him the website to look at that you looked at as yeah. well. And by the time I got home, I lived five minutes from the shop. Yeah. By the time I got home, he had texted me and said, I'm into it. It's yours. If you want it, I'd love to have you rent this building. And oh I was yeah. Like, wow. And so later that day, so that was the second day I started pursuing this later that day, Jay, the guy calls me and he's like, Hey, you need to get up to city hall right now if you can and sign this temporary, uh, what's it called the um there were like an application maybe i know there were more than one yeah it was a person was looking at it not an occupancy permit uh i cannot remember what it's called but it's it's basically a conditional use permit okay and so by about three o'clock that afternoon i was at city hall yeah signing a conditional use permit for this building to open up a tattoo studio all right super surreal yeah uh you mentioned earlier that you love St. Charles. I do, man. Why? Like I said, the, this particular area of St. Charles, I'm really in love with. And ever since I kind of broke into and started meeting, um, so we're down, we're in the downtown, downtown area, area. Yeah. the more historic area. Um, I think the, the main thing that it draws me to draws me to it is the fact that it reminds me of Belleville so much, like the historic part of Belleville that I grew up in. Um, but also just the way that people are out here um i haven't really met anybody that's super off-putting yeah <laughs> like people are friendly man they're out here but, but <clears throat> they yeah. are they're everywhere but i haven't i have yet to really find somebody that just i'm just like no i will 100 percent echo that and especially um not that i mean but dealing specifically with like the business community yeah as well as like our councilman shout out chris kyle yeah man and i just our whole our whole government is is really cool to work with it's a very pro business community as well so someone like you i i think we like that yeah like i think saint charles likes that you know i hope man i yeah. i just i love i just love the area man i yeah. i moved over here 10 years ago yeah so how did you get here yeah, yeah, I just um I just wasn't doing well in Belleville. I sure. just wasn't able to grow up and get out of my partying yeah. phase and um I wasn't going anywhere and uh 
I actually called my dad and asked him if I could, he had moved out to a found Missouri a long time ago and it was always so far. And like, I hated going to like family things cause it was like yeah. an hour away. I'm like, no. Yeah. And I, I just knew that he would help me out and let me get on my feet and kind of start fresh. And he did, he let me move into his basement. And so I started in O'Fallon and just the people that I met, um, that were, my age and stuff that I kind of hung out and went fishing with and stuff back in the day, they, they lived in St. Charles. And so I was just always in St. Charles. Yeah. Um, like I said, it just kind of always felt homey to me. That's the opposite movement of most St. Charles people, right? Really? Like I, yeah, I grew up in North County. Yeah. And so when I, uh, when I went away to school and came back, Mm -hmm. everyone was here. Yeah. You know, everyone was in St. Charles, but you kind of, I at least have seen that progression where like, are the people from North County, have like kind of moved into St. Charles. Mm-hmm. The people from St. Charles have moved to like St. Peter's. Right. St. Peter's has moved to O'Fallon, Wentzville. Now the people in Wentzville, they're out in Troy, you know, they're out, right. in, you know, it just seems like everyone keeps moving West. So it's funny to hear you say, you know, you started in O'Fallon and came back, yeah. came back this way, but that's cool. Um, all right. So what, um, so what does St. Charles need? I feel like the millennials need to come in and get some more artsy eclectic scene in here. I think it's the perfect place. Like you see what they got going down in Tower Grove and Cherokee Street and all that whole area. It's just there's so much diversity and it's it's just beautiful. Like I love it down there. If it wasn't where I had to drive and hit rush hour every now and then, like I would never have really reached out. I was happy. I love working at Alchemy. It's amazing. And Frenchtown is that is that has so much potential to just bring a boom of diversity, all kinds of mom and pop shops, diners, restaurants, you know, music. I would love to get some music like a small like Mississippi Nights. Like we need that. Sure. Oh, my God. I would freak out if that happened. Yeah. I mean, basically what you're saying is we need we need some. Uh, we need an area. I, I think what I've always said is we want Frenchtown to be like the loop, to be like Tower Grove, yes. to be like Cherokee Street, to be like, uh, uh, we'll go bougie here, to be like Magazine Street in New Orleans. Yeah, dude. Like, yes. there's some cool streets. Beale Street. Yeah, there's some cool streets that are not like, we don't want it to be Bourbon Street, right? right. We want it to be Magazine Street, which is houses and shops and yoga studios and coffee shops. And yes. Basically what all those other areas of St. Louis are. Yeah. And the bones are there, man. Yep. Yeah. It's prime for it. We've got the, yep. I, I say we, uh, we're recording this in, well, we're not in Frenchtown, are we? Uh, we could hit it with kinda, a rock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think Frenchtown has been primed for a while. And, um, I think as you mentioned, we're, we're starting to get, um, we're starting to get some traction yeah. and y- your shop is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, which I mean, is really cool, man. Yeah. I just, I'm so grateful for the opportunity. It's incredible. I can't wait to uh, go under the needle there. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. I can't wait to hurt you. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit you with some rapid fire stuff about St. Charles. Hit me. Best love pizza. pizza. All right. Stefanina's in my opinion. Stefanina's. I love Stefanina's. I think that's going to be a popular answer. Yep. Or And Peroni's too. It's hard. Like emos, obviously, but that's like everybody. That's everywhere. But sure. St. Charles, or wait, is Peronis in St. Charles? Yeah, started in Hazelwood. Okay, but there's one in St. Yeah. Peter's, I think. So that's yep. I would say one of one of those two. Stephanie's probably takes cake though. Best barbecue, <sighs> dude. I'm. It's got to be Sugar Fire, man. Yeah, Sugar Fire or um, what's the one? 
salt and smoke salt and smoke yeah on that's, Maine. that's pretty good but mm-hmm. sugar fired i don't know what they do i have no idea but yeah i've not had anything that i haven't been able to devour and not feel bad about it <laughs> i this may just be me but just hearing that name is, yeah definitely it's like a and i mean even before i had it it just sounds like i want that yes it sounds good it does it's a good their branding <laughs> is on point yeah for sure uh best coffee of course hands course down coffee. for sure course. best coffee i've ever had good location there in frenchtown as well absolutely best dessert um i think dude or just I like where love, do you go like, i love so lady dies is incredible yeah and they're i've only had i had their pie one time but it was delicious and i'm not even a pie guy i'm not really I didn't a sweet think guy. i know they had pie yeah okay yeah lady died has some delicious like and her custards and they're not custards uh it's a pie thing i don't know what it's called i'm not a sure but their their little dessert things are to die for um, i feel like lady dies is the place they would be in that glass spinny case like by the yes. piece and you pick one out yes dude um yeah. well i hope this doesn't step on the next one because they would certainly be a candidate though so for best breakfast that's it lady dies dude i, I just told you you can't pick the same place i okay um let's talk so about let me dies. go back to the dessert I, i'm gonna go with andy's their strawberry um shortcake oh, custard okay. is like i'm addicted to it okay and i'm pissed because they're out of it's out of season <laughs> now so i'm mad at them so that's my answer for dessert and breakfast hands down lady dies all day every day i literally have a problem like it is so good i met a man this morning who lives very close to lady dies Mm -hmm. who is gotta be 75 who had never eaten there really and he's lived there for i think 40 or 50 years wow unbelievable right that is what do you i get skeeter burrito I can't Did stay we away just from become it. best friends. <laughs> yes, dude. I can't <laughs> stop eating them. It's the best thing ever. It's so good. Yeah. Oh my God. Gravy. But literally everything there. Cause I didn't even know, like I because it's in a weird part on the thing. Like, yeah. It's like a specialty part down the left corner. So right. I was always never really looking down there. And the, the people that work there are all awesome too. Yeah. It's just like a good hometown place cash only yep it's yeah. great and uh yeah they recommended like you need to try this like because everything i ordered was like pretty much in this burrito right like you need to try this and they always do the best job at describing their food they yes, get all they pumped do. about it yeah and, like they know it by heart and they yeah. rattle it off real yep. quick so yeah they told me like i was they were halfway through their animated you're like description sold. i'm like give it yeah bring it now do you are you a guy that normally do you stick to what you like at other places or I do you am, branch out i am so habitual yeah it's gross i find something i like i don't think that's <clears throat> i don't think that's gross man i think that's i think that's uh because i'm the same way so yeah. maybe i'm defending it a little bit right but right. like if i go somewhere and i know we're gonna spend x amount of money like i want to know that i'm gonna enjoy my yeah meal and experience and all that and so if you get something that you like hell, it's not like you're eating there five nights a week right, right? i mean yeah um, yeah and i know what i like and i know where to get what i like <clears throat> and so yeah if i find something like lady dies in particular because that's definitely one where uh, i would eat there like every morning lady dies is on uh king's highway uh right by the high school st charles high school but uh definitely a great place yeah 
I don't know if this next question is the same thing, but I'll, I'll give them to you both and we can cut whatever doesn't make sense. Okay. Um, best date place. I think frontier park and honestly, okay. like, so I'm not a big date guy <clears throat> and me and my wife have been together for a really long time and we're homebodies. Okay. And we just like to chill. We both work really hard and she's sure. in school full time. And so when we do get the opportunity to relax, we've been there for five or six years now. So like we just, we've built this awesome home. So, but that being said, I've, I don't think I've yet, I've yet to take her on a date to frontier park. Okay. I'm probably going to have to now. Yeah. But it's yeah, I think it's really cool. Like, I, cause honestly I've lived in St. Charles for, um, yeah, five, six, maybe seven years. I don't know. I think five, six years. And, um, I'm really just now kind of like, I've always loved it, but I didn't know shit about it really. Like yeah. I didn't like dive into it and really kind of explore it until just recently, probably in the past year, two years, yeah. COVID really, you know, like we were at home and we were just bored and I started finding stuff out and figuring stuff out and it made me like it even more. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the park numbers like exploded. Did it? Uh, oh, I'm sure. I think nationwide, but like definitely St. Charles yeah, County specifically. It. Yeah. I think the numbers were up like 25 or 50% from the year before. Yeah. Which is cool. We have it is great, cool. we have great parks in St. Charles. We do all over yeah uh i mean and it's you know so many of them are like hidden gems but uh yeah they are it's so funny man i was asking uh i mean i guess when i had that question in mind i was picturing a restaurant or you know or whatever yeah um but that's cool i love that answer well it that's is, what's cool about frontier is it's so easy to grab like a bite yeah. and either eat outside and enjoy the weather if it's cold and go inside but if it's nice outside you can just grab something and just get it to go and like, yeah that it's so beautiful up like the, the, the river yeah and it's just a cool weird tucked away little place definitely I, I didn't i lived here for like three or four years and like i knew about it but i didn't go yeah and then i did and we went <laughs> for the fourth of july and i was like man like, this is just really cool yeah very cool <clears throat> <clears throat> all right so these probably won't cross over then best atmosphere and that can be i mean again i have like a, a restaurant in mind but um it can be whatever best atmosphere i don't know that's a tough one I'll yeah edit that one out french town tattoo shop i literally was gonna say <laughs> that <laughs> we'll count it that works yeah check um, and then I had one best ice cream, which I realize I have best dessert and best ice cream, but I'm a major sweet tooth man. Dude. So I think ice cream is its own the, category or yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah, it is a dessert, but yeah. also it's ice cream. Yeah. So. so would you go Andy's then for best ice cream? No, I don't think so. I think okay. the best ice cream is, um, oh no, I can't even think of the name. It's on fifth street. It starts with a B. It's right by the little stage. It's right behind the stage. On fifth or on main? Main, sorry, not fifth. The uh there's the baked bear. No. Starts with a B. Uh so there's Riverside Sweets, there's Killwins, there's Killwins. Uh, okay. It's K and B. They look similar. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> In my mind. <laughs> they kind of do. Yeah. Killwins is Killwins best ice cream. Yeah. Delicious. Um 
Awesome, man. So give me info on the shop, location, socials, all that stuff. Yeah, so we are Frenchtown Tattoo Company. We're located on 2nd Street, 911 North 2nd Street to be specific. Um, on Instagram and Facebook, it's just Frenchtown Tattoo Company. Um, we will have a website soon. Okay. Um, probably in the next few weeks. Well, just whenever. Yeah. Whenever we'll the shop's open, it'll be up and running. It's it's pretty much ready to go. So, yeah, um, it's exciting. Come check us out. Um, What's the best way to get in touch or book an appointment? Through It'll probably be through um, any of them, any of the social media. The website is going to be our main platform. Um, starting out, we're not going to have a phone or anything until we get enough artists where we can set up. Yeah. Like all that stuff, it doesn't really make sense. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, you don't need a phone. You really don't. I mean, I mean, you have yeah. to have a cell phone. Yeah, you should. But um, yeah, the social media is the best way to get any answers to any questions and uh, follow us for updates and everything. Because we're posting progress on the shop and the grand opening. Um, yeah, the pictures for progress pics look great. Yeah, it's it's gonna be something special for sure awesome man well thank you so much for joining me and uh we'll have to have breakfast at lady die soon let me know when awesome <laughs>